This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. lovelies welcome to lady talk radio i am your host as always stacy ray and i'm excited tonight's episode is going to be off the hook and it's a topic that you guys have been requesting for a little bit now and it's obviously something that we all are being with and something that we're all going to be with for probably the rest of our lives is relationships So how to have the one that you want, how to thrive once you're actually in the relationship that you want, and how to truly be in a partnership, not only with yourself, but with the partner of your dreams, girl. So uh, yeah, and obviously because we are out there in the world creating the lives that we want and, you know, hustling and getting more happy and more healthy and all of those things, there's going to be some twists and turns in the road and some challenges that come with that too. And how to really like, this is what I'm really fascinated with is like how to really be in the relationship and be able to go through the different things in your life and just keep thriving. So there's so much to say on this topic and I know it's a huge one and we're probably going to talk about it again and again and probably again after that. But I, the first time that we're doing this episode on relationships, the first person that came to mind for me uh, who's also been absolutely monumental in just my own growth in my present relationship with myself and also with my man. Uh, and she's just an absolutely phenomenal woman. So I was thrilled to bring her on for all of you tonight. So her name is Cami Peterman, and she is a seasoned soul coach. She lives in my old hometown, Victoria, And uh, she has an adorable cat named Simon and a man named Roger, who I'm sure she thinks is adorable also. (laughs) That would be awkward if I said he was adorable. So, Um, But her mission is to help anyone and everyone, that's you, to, uh, to really uncover your unique and authentic self in the world. And what I love about Cami is she's just all about you truly being you, not with the version like that the world wants of you, but who you truly are from the soul out. And she's absolutely magic. So I can't wait to share her loveliness with all of you tonight. If you were listening to this on the replay and you keep hearing me say tonight, you might be like, huh, I don't get it. Do you record at night? I don't know what's going on. Just to let you know, you can actually listen in live to Lady Talk radio and you can actually text me your questions during the show as well uh wednesday nights at 7 p.m pacific time i am on air with ya and you can come and join me and have a little bit of fun we're going to be doing some giveaways some awesome stuff in the next few weeks so i would love for you to be here with me live so uh that number for you to actually interact with me and text me it can be now it can be later when you're listening to the replay doesn't matter when text me your comments your questions whatever's going on in your life so that I know how to create more content that serves you because this show is about you. I know that sounds insane, right? But it really, really is about you. It's not about me. I don't just like the sound of my own voice. I actually just love to create stuff that really supports you and really supports women showing up for each other and together and awesome. So yeah, if you're listening to this, I just want to say you're fantastic. I think you're bomb diggity. Uh, I want to give you a little bit of a preface because this show is a little unique. Uh, For those of you that have been listening from the beginning, you already know what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it anyways. If you are under the age of 18, this is probably not the podcast for you. And if you are over the age of 18, but honesty, vulnerability, real conversations make you uncomfortable, then lean back and enjoy, girl, because you're about to soak it up and discomfort is a gift. Uh, If you want to actually have and share any interactions with me tonight, If you're listening live right now, you can send me any other questions you might have about your relationship, getting a relationship, all that jazz, because we're going to be talking about those things on air. Thank you so much to those of you who have already sent me your comments and questions for today's show. I want to thank you in advance. You are seriously amazing. I've loved hearing from every single one of you, and I just want to say thank you so much for all of your support with Lady Talk Radio. It has been absolutely overwhelming for me um, in such a short period of time, and this has been so much fun, and I just can't wait to reveal even more of what we're going to do here 
on Lady Talk Radio. If you have not been over to the hub yet, you are not a part of our tribe, you need to head over to weareladyalpha.com. Make sure that you are subscribed. There's some pretty exciting things that are going to be going down, and I want to make sure that we can support you in all of your loveliness. So get over on the site. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I want to, not without any further ado, but like just seriously, we're going to need an hour to talk about relationships. So let's just get Cammy on the phone and have the chat about relationships. Hold on. Cammy, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. Seriously. Oh my God, it is my pleasure. <laughs> awesome. How are you? How's your day been? It's been great. It's actually fantastic. I'm uh, sitting in my car by the ocean in the rain. Well, I'm not in the rain, the car's in the rain, and uh, really peaceful and excited and looking forward to this conversation. Awesome. Conversations are what you do for a living, is that correct? <laughs> True. Yeah, right. I do talk a lot and listen. Yeah. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah. I love that that's what coaching's about yeah. is conversations, you know? I mean, there's so much that can happen in these conversations, and sometimes it's the smallest little nugget, you know, of information that can just open up so much for somebody. So I'm hoping that our listeners will get something of value to walk away with tonight about relationships and, and all that jazz. So it's exciting. Totally true. Totally true. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thanks so much for inviting me. I'm like I said, I'm really excited and I love what you are doing. Thanks, Cammy. You've been so, so supportive of me and everything. I just have to flatline this. Listeners, Cammy is like the most amazing coach in the world. I've been working with her for a year and she's completely just like this show might not exist without you, Cami. So let's just be real for a second. So thank you for nice. for absolutely everything. And this conversation is really cool uh, for you and I to have because there has been so many times that I've had struggles in my relationship many times over the past year and beyond. And so many times that I've come to you with that and we've been able to work through it. So really cool uh, things happen when we take responsibility in relationships. So yes, so many things we can go into tonight. But why don't we start with talking about relationships? Like, why are relationships about more than just like getting a boyfriend or getting a girlfriend? What's your thoughts on that? Well, in my experience um, with my own relationships, as well as you know, being with so many other people in relationships, they're the to me they are the perfect place for mirroring like it's the the relationships are if you want to they're the perfect place for self-growth that's the place for true authentic you know mind-blowing birth-shattering experiences to happen Mm -hmm. in in relationship to actually falling deeply in love with yourself so as we all know sometimes we hate our partners and sometimes we absolutely (laughs) adore our partners and that's the gift, you know, the the reflection of when you really can't stand that dude or that woman or whoever your partner is, the beauty of that is actually a call forward for even more self-love because that painful reflection is truly a projection, which is reflection. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Totally. Totally. Yeah. And, I, you know, I've, I talk to a lot of people on a daily basis that are, you know, that come to me specifically for these conversations so they're actually enrolled and open to be fully responsible for who they are in the relationship. And I also get that we live in a society where we like to point the finger constantly mm-hmm. over there too, right? So I get that there, it's not an easy thing to swallow, that your partner is your reflection. And when I think, and this is, again, my one of my true missions is when people get that, when they get that's actually a gift um, and that just happens not just in your relationship with your partner but mostly with your relationship with yourself like mm-hmm. the possibilities are endless from you know owning that judgment and actually right. falling in love with whatever it is you're judging right yeah this is really landing for me since I've had a really interesting week with my partner so really cool Um, I love what you just said about like, you know, societally, we are, we tend to blame, like we tend to sort of point outwards and go, you know, 
you're doing this and this is really making me shitty or whatever, like really pointing that, that finger outwards. And, um, I've noticed that that's a practice. Hey, (laughs) holy moly. For sure. Yeah. Well, if you look at it, look at the big picture, right. And I, you know, this is just a, a theory and some might relate and some might not. Um, you know, who we be in relationship is exactly how this will be in relationship, like wars and, you know, the pain that goes on in our, in our world is if you, you could drill it right down and look in the mirror, mm-hmm. it goes really not much different. Mm-hmm. So unwilling, being unwilling to actually take on responsibility with love, like responsibility isn't about blame or shame or obligation, as you know, as we've discussed. It's about like, oh shit, how can I own this from love? And from love, peace is possible. You know, um, you know, I'm not saying this is, can save the world because that's not my mission. You know what I mean? But I mean, it's really a place for you to take a look at the, at the macro level of who we be in relationship. Totally. Wow. And I think for a lot of us, if like, I, it, yeah, go, go ahead. I was going to say, if I get too big, Stacey, just <laughs> let me know. <laughs> you know how I can be. That's okay. That It happens on this show a lot. And I think the listeners are probably cool. used to it. We go deep here. We get in the rabbit yeah. hole and we run around in that shit. So, um, yeah, so nothing too big here. I think it's it's a really powerful place to start, too, because, you know, we can talk about all the, you know, the fixes, like, oh, when you get in a fight, do this, and all the little, like, relationship hacks. But at, at the at the core of all of this is really, like, growth and expansion and reflection and and truly being in that relationship with ourselves. So it's so cool that you started here. Um, so let's go a little bit more into this for a second. For those of us that are, mm-hmm. um, you know, for the listeners that are like, I don't, I don't have a relationship yet, um, and I'm looking for somebody that I really want to be with. Um, how can they be conscious about, like, you know, really what they want and what they need in a relationship to to create that kind of partnership? That's a great question. Um, I think every single person. See, there's a there's a blanket. I think that we do in in society in North America, and we have this rule list or rules and these lists of um, how it's supposed to go, right? Like, I might go off track here a little bit, and my intention is not to. So, we, you know, there's a, there's a checklist, and that's the norm, you know? Um, mm. And the part that I really am passionate about is actually for people to get to know who they are, mm. right? So, like, my needs are going to be way different than yours. Right, my relationship, I can promise you, is very different than yours. You know what I mean? Based mm-hmm. on who I am, and um, I'm like, like me, me being in the relationship that, that I'm in right now is actually supporting me and even knowing more about what I need and and the wants and the and the the likes and the dislikes of what I want and what I don't want in my relationship. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. So I think the quick fix to it is, like, find out who you are. Like, we, I think we keep hearing over and over, you can't be with somebody unless you love yourself first. Mm-hmm. I call fucking bullshit on <laughs> that story. Thanks. Like, fully. Yeah. You can't actually find your love unless you find your mirror. Mm, yeah. Right? Like, I was chronic single for years, right? I'm like, I can't, you know, nope, nope, not going to do that. But not, I didn't know that I was actually just scared shitless and trying to fix myself and be perfect before I ended up in a relationship. Yes. Right? Yeah. So my honest opinion is just jump in, Mm. you know, actually, and also nurture yourself. Like part of our, part of being a woman is our nurturing, is our, um, our empathy, uh, our compassion, and I know I notice that we do it exterior externally, sorry, all the time. We're always, you know, over there being compassionate or over there being empathetic, but never actually nourishing ourselves with that level of empathy. Right? Yeah. So I guess if I could give you advice, um, which is necessarily my forte, but <laughs> um, you know, it would be take care of you, start listening to you and, and start Asking yourself 
do I want to do this? Do I not want to do this? I'm talking about basic everyday things. Like yeah. finding out one of the biggest things is women actually don't know what they need mm-hmm. and don't know what they want. Right? Because there's a whole bunch of shit on top of how they're supposed to be and how they're supposed to act and how what they're supposed to be eating and what they're supposed to be wearing and how much money they're supposed to be making. But they've actually just, or we've actually just stopped actually listening to what it is that we need. So I'm kind of going all over the place. But, I love it. I love it. You know, it. <laughs> step one would be, you know, check in. Yeah. Do I really want that banana? No. I actually want a fucking Sunday for breakfast. That's what I want. <laughs> or whatever yes. it is. Like, I'm being ridiculous, but, you know. And also jump in. Like, go date. Yeah. Go check it out. Be honest about the mirror that you see. Mm-hmm. Like, dare yourself to to go play and, you know, be uncomfortable. Um, you know, that's, I think, one of the biggest things is that we are so unwilling to be authentically ourselves. And mostly because we don't know who it is. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of things telling us that we have to, you know, lose the 10 pounds or, you know, make more money before we can be in a relationship or something. And that's, yeah, I love that you touched on that. Like, you don't need to be perfect before you create that relationship. In fact, the relationship can help you create what you really want and grow in the areas that you want to. So, yeah, really cool. Love that. Um, well, and the, the coolest thing, sorry, I didn't interrupt no. you. One of the coolest things that my best friend ever said to me, because I remember once I was talking about weight or something like that, and she's like, are you fucking kidding me? No one even noticed that shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, you're right, actually. It, it's only because I pointed out that mm-hmm. they might notice it. Right? <laughs> but generally, <laughs> you know, they just love you for who they are. And remember, men are just as scared. Yeah. You know, like... They're just as, you know, in a different way, they're just as nervous about being good enough for you, too. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big epidemic, and we're consistently separa- separating ourselves and, um, you know, making up reasons why we can't, you know. And they want love and affection and sex and connection and sensuality and play and laughter just as much as we do. Yeah. So that, that little tidbit from my best friend is always stuck in my head whenever I'm like, oh, my God, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, yeah. They don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> wow. That's actually really awesome. I hope she hears this and hears that we covered this live on the show. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> a little shout out well, to Bestie. Say, well, she also says this. If you're willing to eat that pint of ice cream, you're not allowed to bitch about it. That yeah. was my other favorite part. That she right. Said, so. Or beat yourself up about yeah. it or <laughs> use, exactly. it, use it exactly. as a way to feel your, make yourself feel bad. Yeah. Awesome. Right. It's, awesome. Just an, it's just another version of just love you, yeah. you know, as you are. Yeah. <sighs> well, that's, that's been, that was a really deep dive too. I think it's really, there's this common theme in relationships when we talk about it in this way that, I didn't know personally until more so in the past couple of years and since knowing you as well is like the importance of that relationship to ourselves when we come into a relationship. Because I think for me, I really grew up with that whole idea that um, your boyfriend or your partner like completes you. Right. And I think on some level, some a lot of us are still going around with that kind of belief of like, oh, I'm going to meet somebody and then everything's going to be great and I'll be complete. Um, and kind of start to lack in that personal relationship and start to feel pretty crummy probably after a little while. So, um, let's kind of speak to that, like how being in the relationship is also about the relationship to yourself. You kind of touched on that, but let's, let's go deeper into that. Cause I think it's a really cool topic. Okay. Um, well, the first thing I want to say is like, it's pretty rare that any of us have seen any, or what, you know, what we consider healthy relationship, mm, you yeah. know, in, in my experience. Um, so it's, and we saw lots of movies and we all have our little <laughs> fairy tale. Like I think one of my fairy tale used to be like, you know, we would have our relationship and if it didn't work out, then one day he'd show up and go, you're the one, I'm so sorry that I was an idiot and I left you and how dare I and you're the best thing ever. And then she, he was, you know, supposed to twirl me around and I would be the queen of, the world. Right. right. In Cinderella's that was my, dress. My fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Fuck, I tried that one out many times and it, <laughs> you know, didn't work out very well. But, 
Um, the part that I was going at was just the, you know, letting ourselves off the hook around having to know how to do this. Mm. Right? Like, there's mm-hmm. so much information. Like, you look at Instagram, Facebook, whatever, anything, and it's all about, you know, love yourself and drink this smoothie and you'll be better. And, you know, um, you know, if your man is this and this, then you're amazing. Like, there's just... There's just so much information and so much stress, really, mm-hmm. about being the perfect you. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So where I'm going is I'm actually more interested in people jumping in and getting dirty, like <laughs> actually from commitment. You know, like, like it's, yeah, they're scary. Like we we've made, like you said, you know, we have this little fantasy that we're going to meet somebody and it's going to be forever and ever. And what I think what happens is what we do is we jump into relationships with that expectation and then we start finding out things that we don't actually like about ourselves or we don't like about being in a relationship or, wow, I never knew I had to be this way or I didn't know that in six months that you're going to drive me crazy when you eat with your mouth open. You know, like, <laughs> so... The realities and the judgments that we have as human beings against each other, right? And um, a part of that is, um, most or all of that is actually an invitation to look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Like, I've done that myself. I, my ex-fiancés or whoever, you know, and boyfriends, like, oh, my God, drop their, like, I would lose all respect for them if they didn't know how to pick up their clothes after themselves. And that was like a sore point to me until I realized, wow, you are really hard on yourself because I'm a perfectionist. You know what I mean? Mm. So everything, you know, has to be, or I'm a recovering perfectionist. Everything has (laughs) to be perfect. So, of course, that's all I focused on in my relationship. I never focused on how much he loved me or how much he took care of me or, you know, know, or kiss me when I got home or all the affection. I just focused on the shit because that's why I focused on me. I never focused on what a great person I am or how intelligent I am or how pretty I am or how affectionate I am or how loving I am. I just focused on, wow, you don't do that shit very well, do you? So can you hear the mirror there? Yeah, totally. And I have right, a hunch so- that a lot of women have the perfectionist thing going on or, or are hard on themselves in some way. Right. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it's them. Hmm. And what I've learned and what I've done with myself is that shit doesn't matter. I don't care if you leave your towels on the ground and you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. What's important to me is the love that we share, is the communication that we share, the sex that we have, the conversations about the world, the whatever whatever it is that we are interested in, that's more interesting to me than if my house is perfect or if you chew with your mouth open or, you know, those are fucking deal breakers back in the day. Got it. Yeah. And something a lot of right? people complain about, like the little things, the little, right. the little quirks right. or the little flaws, you know? Mm-hmm. So interesting. But as I've fallen in love with myself, Roger's getting a pretty good deal. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. That was really, that's really powerful, you know, and funny that you used the mouth open thing. Cause that's something that uh, my boyfriend does that sometimes drives me totally crazy. And, um, recently realized that it was actually something that my sister used to get mad at me for when I was a kid. And, and I had this whole like kind of backstory on it, which was really cool. And when I stopped being, stopped being so engaged in that, it was like, it didn't bother me as much. <laughs> and now he like does it and looks at me expecting a reaction. So pretty funny. Um, <laughs> that's awesome, right? That's like gra- ground, nice ground taken thing. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and I saw actually this really well done video. I'll have to see if I can find it uh, and share it with you as well. I saw this really well done video on Facebook recently about how that's like a, a pandemic in relationships. How we tend to focus on these these little flaws because as we get closer to people, obviously we see the other stuff, not just their Facebook profile picture or, you know, what we initially saw when we first met them and fell in love with them. But we, we get to see all the nitty gritty and all the little things and um, that we get hooked on a lot of that stuff. And we start just kind of looking elsewhere or thinking the grass is greener, right? Like those flaws can be beautiful as well as, you know, 
triggering for some people. So, but, but, do, but do you get why people look the other, like why they start looking elsewhere? Yeah. And what you just said too was like really landed in that for me. Like we, it's the mirror, right? We see these flaws. They, they are pointing to something about ourselves that's being like pushed on. I always think of like the, uh, I don't know where I heard this, but like the little flame inside of you and then like your partner's just pouring little splashes of lighter fluid on it. You know, like your, your partner's like, like, um, triggering the wounds or triggering the things that are already there. In service of healing. Mm-hmm. Or, or you can choose, you, everyone gets to choose. They can be like, so I'll go back to my question. Like you get why six months in and the nitty gritty and the shit start coming out, then people want to be out. Like I see mm-hmm. it all the time. Like, oh, nope, that person doesn't work for me. Like, right. They, they've got, they've got too much baggage. But yeah. My answer is like, well, of course we have baggage, you know, <laughs> but the thing is, is that it's because we can't be with our own shit. Mm, yeah. So it's never about your partner. And I'm not saying, like, of course, there's extreme cases, and I'm not talking about domestic, domestic abuse. And there's yeah. also another conversation to be had about that, because there's still a lot of responsibility for both the victim and the abuser in those situations. And that's a different conversation. But yeah. I'm talking about everyday human beings, you know, that are functional, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but really, within six months, three months, however, we all have a pattern. Like mm-hmm. every single person that is listening to this will actually, you know, we could nail a pattern of how long it takes for that stuff to come up and how fast you run the, out, the, out the door or do you stand and work through it and recognize that there's actually a beautiful reflection. Like if you see people that have been married for years and all they do is fight about the same shit mm-hmm. and it's really just unresolved self-love. It's wow. an unwillingness to let go of judgment of themselves when you no longer judge you you no longer judge them then possibility is everywhere way easier said you know to to say than it is to do (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) um and you know i'm I'm not i'm not perfect i mean my relationship gets bumpy as hell you know because i'm a human being even Mm -hmm. though i have a lot of you know, wisdom and knowledge and things like that. I didn't have a lot of practice in what I'm doing now. Mm, you know, yeah. I was one of those people that spent a lot of time by myself before I got into this relationship. So now I'm actually seeing all the, I'm seeing all my ground taken and I'm also seeing all the places I haven't fallen in love with myself yet. Mm. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, he's got a great deal and that I'm not a nag and, you know, or, you know, shit that used to bother me doesn't bother me, but um, the places that I'm, I'm still healing, are they come up within my relationship with Roger, mm-hmm. right? So we all are in a, in a, on a journey, and that's the part I'm always really, really wanting people to hear, like, you know? There's that, so much there. There's so much there, me. like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, nothing is by accident. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> yeah. You didn't meet you didn't meet this person by accident. You didn't you know, um I don't care what it is, whether it be for a week, a month, ten years, fifteen years, it's all in service of the ref- the reflection. Yeah. Right? And it's all how much you can be with. And how many you know, times how much... can you look back on a relationship and now and go, Oh wow, now I see you know, wow, that grew me in this way or oh wow, like you know, sometimes we, I know I did anyways, I would regret specific partners in my life. But now when I look back, I'm like, oh yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> like right. so much growth happened there. So many new layers right. got peeled back, you know, like, yeah, it's fucking sucked sometimes, but holy moly, like you can look back and be grateful for a lot of those things now, I find. When you choose that, because yeah. again, everyone has two choices. We can either look back and go, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and, you know, rip ourselves apart, which is more of that self-hate that I'm talking about. Right, exactly. Or we can choose from love and be like, oh, okay, so I get that. I get why I, I get the pattern now. I can see the thing I did or I can see where I was unwilling to be in commitment or whatever it is, right? But really from that place of responsibility, 
of love mm-hmm. instead of blame, shame, obligation, all that shit, right? Yeah. Which just perpetuates itself until you actually decide that that's not who you're going to be anymore in relationship. Beautiful. There's another a really cool thing that I remember, I think it was with my best friend, actually. Um, a couple of years ago, we were, we had an uncomfortable, maybe last year, we had a really uncomfortable time, and it was a lot of unsaid things in our relationship. Like, we, we've been friends for 15, 16, 17 years, whatever it is. And we've been through a lot, and we've, you know, whatever, whatever. But there was a lot of things that, or there wasn't a lot of things, but there was things that were unsaid, or who I was being was not authentic. Because mm. as I was growing in my own life, I was relating to her the way that we had met. Does that make sense? Totally. So I was growing, but I wasn't, when I would hang out with her, I would kind of just be that girl and never give her, I never even gave her a choice that she was somebody else, or that she had been growing, or that our relationship had actually grown together. Like, it it was just not even conscious to me. So there was one point where I was like, fuck this, fuck this relationship, I hate it, right? And I really... You know, and, and I'm being really truthful here. Like, I cut, I threw away for a second, like for a couple of weeks. Like, I can't even talk to you because I just hated her, and I couldn't figure this out because I'm like, this doesn't make any sense to me logically. What yeah. is going on with me? Now, once I kind of pulled it apart, that's what I got to was like, oh, I hated who I was being in that relationship because I wasn't actually allowing my authentic self to be in that relationship because I had decided that she was a certain way. So I wasn't letting her show up and I wasn't showing up. Right. So what I'm trying to say is that anger and that frustration that happens in relationships all the time is in my opinion, the hatred of who you are being in that relationship. Mm -hmm. I was doing things that I wouldn't want to do. Like it was out of integrity for my authenticity. You know what I mean? For my realness. And it wasn't that she was saying, hey, let's go, you know, inject heroin. You know, that's not, <laughs> not, not something like that. But it was just the things that we were doing where I wasn't sharing who I was. I wasn't sharing yeah. my spirituality. I wasn't sharing my love for the, the globe and the planet, you know, because that's not how we started being friends. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to stay in this small space and keep her in that small space. Until I had that breakdown, which turned into an amazing breakthrough. But now our relationship has never been stronger and never been more authentic. And, you know, like, do you understand? Like, do you see where I'm going with the relationship oh, yeah. with self in, within relationship? Yeah. yeah. So and powerful. that's a big thing mm-hmm. in relationships. Like, I hate you because of this and this and this. And it's not true. It's yeah. always a reflection. Yeah. And what I really got too when you were just saying that was like when we, it's like when we think we have our partner all figured out, right? Like we're just, it's like, they're just who they are now and they're, they're never going to be different. And they're just like, you know, we lose that curiosity and that, um, you know, like we stop getting to know them all the time too. Like when we, when we kind of think that they're just who they are. And I I think something that I kind of came up against in, in relationship too, was something similar to that where, you know, all this growth happens. We're always growing, right? And, and, and I'm really focused on that in my own life. And then being able to come back into my relationship and feel like I could be that new version of myself sometimes felt a little bit uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like I had a similar experience to what you're describing where I was really pointing, you know, at him or pointing, like I've had this in a couple of my relationships, um, some non-romantic, like what you were describing. It's like you, it's easy mm-hmm. to point at the other person and go, uh, I don't know. It's, it's you, you're, you're dysfunctional or you're this. And then really coming back full tilt and going, oh, wow, I'm actually totally not showing up the way that I want to and saying what I want to say or being who I want to be in those moments. And, um, allowing, you know, myself and also the other person to just show up as who they are today without any judgment, you know, like mm-hmm. they can, they mm-hmm. could totally like my boyfriend who I've been with for, for how long now it's like, he could totally blow me away and surprise me with something completely different. If I'm curious about who he is, you know, today. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Thinking about that. Yeah. And, you know, allowing yourself and, and the cool thing about in my experience about when you 
start shifting your relationship to yourself, other people just show up differently. Yeah. It's so cool. Like, I had a massive breakdown with my mother um, for years, like, to the point where she didn't talk to me for two or three years. And I had, I was determined that I would mend this relationship with my mom. And I declared within a year that I would, you know, and this woman hated me, essentially. And, um, which is weird to say, and, you know, I've got a lovely background of relationship breakdown. You know, this is, mm-hmm. this is probably why I love relationships so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made a declaration that we would, we would create a relationship that was nurturing and loving and, you know, it was a fucking long, gigantic stretch away. And um, I did my work. You know, she didn't have to, any, she didn't have to do anything. Nothing. So that, for that year, for that year that I said, by the end of this year, I will be reconnecting with my mom. And I did my work. I did forgiveness. I looked in the mirror. I got responsible for my part. I, you know, took it on as fully as I possibly could at that time. And swear to God on my life, a year later, I got an email that said, I had a dream that I was supposed to forgive you. <laughs> and wow. can I call you? Right. So that right there shows that proved to me that relationships, the relationships in my life that weren't working, I was the common denom- denominator yeah. in my life. Like, they're the, you're the common denominator in your life, and my mm-hmm. partner is the common denominator in his life. Does that make right. sense? Yeah. Like, I'm not his problem, and he's not mine. It's the, you know, it's the, I'm responsible for all that I bring, and so on and so on. So what I was saying about my mom was, you know, that year that I spent worked through and finding my authentic voice and, you know, being vulnerable with myself and actually being honest about what all the stuff that had went on that, um, you know, what was real for me and forgave it and forgave it and forgave it. And getting that email was like, oh, my goodness. But that was the second step. You know, mm-hmm. now we had to deal with in-person vulnerability. And she was, she was not willing to forgive me, you know. And this, you know, this has been going on since I was 10 years old, you know, so there was an unwillingness on her part, but my commitment to that relationship and the love that was possible, which is my reflection of the love that I am and that I, that I can give and to receive mm-hmm. was what kept me going. And now it's probably seven or eight years later and we're like sisters. Wow. It's wow. beautiful. Yeah. And, it's, you know, we, we still have our little things, but, I mean, that's what mothers and daughters do. Yeah. And, or not yeah. all of them, but us, us, mm-hmm. us, us, us too. But that's the, that was one of the beautiful breakthroughs that I realized, you know, um, because and it's up to me. Self-love is extraordinary. And that's why, going back to your initial question, it's not always, it's not about getting a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife or a wife. Or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's really about really choosing to follow your soul and look in the mirror yeah, and fall in love. You know, I know so many chronic love seekers, you know, that okay, that's the one six months later, out, got to find a mm-hmm. new one, out. And that's their relationship with themselves. There's, there's some... And again, there's no problem with it. Do that for the rest of your life. It makes if whatever makes you happy makes you happy. Like I don't think that there's one formula. Like, I don't think that there's you know marry one person and live happily ever after. That might work for you. It might not work for me. Like there's that's another part about authentic mm-hmm. soul work is my way is not your way, right? And so part of the work that I love doing with myself and with you and with other people and anybody that I can get my hands on is who are you and what do you want, you know, mm-hmm. and, and craft your life and your relationships from there. And also recognize that when you craft them, you're going to have to deal with your shit too. <laughs> you're going to have to lean in but ladies. <laughs> yeah. But from a place of love. Yeah. Like, okay. This is a, this is a messy spot. How can I love this part more? Mm-hmm. Everything we're not taught. Right? Why aren't we taught about this in school? <laughs> right? Holy moly. 
Mm, you dropped some serious nuggets in there. I'm probably going to do a few quotes of you out of here. So good. Oh, I love you. Thank you. So good. And it actually, you kind of just answered one of the listeners' questions, but I want I want to address it because I really love your guys' questions so much. Thanks for interacting with us so we can, you know, answer them for you. And I know you kind of answered this, but maybe, I don't know, maybe there's something else in here. Um, she says, I keep getting in a relationship, being super unhappy, and then three months later left feeling, or sorry, being super happy, and then three months later left feeling disillusioned when we break up. Am I picking the wrong guys for me, or am I just not built for long-term relationships? Aww. Um, I don't believe for one second that there's a built for. Mm. I think if you want it, you will create it. Um, and this also sounds like, you know, what we just talked about, you know, the relationship with yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, after every, after three months, you know, can you still be in love with yourself? Mm-hmm. Like when, when that person's about to see, you know, how you wipe your ass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you you went there. Like, you went there. I love know, it. <laughs> I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a vulnerability piece, right? So yeah. it's really cool that she can see that it's every three months. I think that right there, right, that like awareness the yeah. is awesome. And um, I think she knows in her heart that there's nothing broken. Yeah. Meaning, you know, it sounds like there's a judgment that, you know, is she not, you know, is she good enough or not good enough to create this? Mm. But you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and get off your back. Yeah. You just haven't learned. You just haven't decided yet that um, you're one hundred percent precious and extraordinary, and you're the. You know, you can do and have whatever you want. It's just going to take a little bit past three months and a decision to do something a little bit different and to look in the mirror from a different angle. Yeah. Mm. So good. If you have anything else, Stacey, add. Like, what do you see? I just, I keep returning to this thought you just landed on me a few minutes ago about not the right way, but your way. Like, and Mm -hmm. I don't know, that's just really, that's really landing for me. Like, not doing relationships the right way, the way you think it should be done. Like, in, in, in your question, it sounds like there's a right way. Like, am I picking the wrong guys Mm -hmm. or something? Um, Right. And... Yeah, I love what you just said about choosing choosing to do something different. Like when you get to that three month mark, what is it that that shows up? Is it that when the vulnerability shows up? Is that when you can't be with that, or he can't be with, or like what's going on at that three month phase? And is there a different a different choice to make there? You know, like is there a conversation mm-hmm. or something for to have you lean in and create something new together? You know, um, yeah, because mm-hmm. I have it. It might not be the wrong guys because you even said something earlier, Cami, that was really cool. Like there's never like the wrong person. It's like, that's the person that's supposed to be there in that moment and revealing that part of you and, you know, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think that's, thank you so much for your question. And I hope that we're, we're giving you some stuff to run with. Cause it's, it's, um, it sounds like you want, you know, that, or whatever it is that you want to, to go for it, you know, to really just intentionally create what you want, not the right or wrong relationship. Yeah, and there's also, you know, like, noticing really what it is. Like, if it's not about him in three months, what is it about you you can't or don't want to be with or share or be vulnerable about? Vulnerable about? You know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. that's the place I would look. Like, what's scary about four months? What's mm, scary about right. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Like, that would be a, a practice. Yeah. And, and it gets really uncomfortable when you get past that, you know, because we all have our patterns. And then as soon as we step outside our patterns, it's like, whoa, where the hell am I? And I'm like, yes, I want to go right back to my pattern. It's, it's the unknown. Right. But there's nothing new in our patterns. And that yeah. we're all dying to get to this other place, this imagined place that is beautiful and extraordinary. But it's outside of those patterns. Yeah. All the time. I had this conversation with Roger a couple months ago about, can you imagine if everybody showed up on their first date fully <sighs> as they are? Wow. Like, <laughs> oh, know, like wow. 
city, like no etiquette, sitting on your phone, you know, um, you know, if you have gas, you have gas, if you eat with your mouth open, if you, you know, whatever it is, wow, like, yeah. just really fully who you are at home when no one's looking, you know, and he's like, that would be interesting, like, why would somebody do that, and I said, I think it's, to me, it'd be really cool, because then I can choose, can I be with right. her, can I be with a guy that sits there and, you know, sits on his phone 24 hours a day, or farts all day long, or whatever yeah. that is, you know. <laughs> Six years ago, it'd be like, get the fuck away from me, you know? Mm. But now it would be, okay, I can choose this. Yeah. Because I really like who he is, or I like the conversation, or I like this or that. Like, it can, you know, I think that would be such a cool test. It's daring, obviously, and none of us really want to show up that way. But I think it'd be really cool. I think it would be be like, okay, who am I at home? Yeah. Huh? I think it'd be incredible. Yeah. Like, what a what an experiment! <laughs> like, right? Who's, who's up for the challenge? <laughs> Sent, right, right. Like, you can see all your judgments just flying, but for some reason, you know, you know, those are, like I said, those are some of the pet peeves that come into people's lives mm-hmm. three, six, four months into their relationship, and you know, and nobody can figure out why they're fighting all the time. It's like, well, you faked out who you were when you first met me. Right. You're on your best behavior. So so I have two beliefs around that. So I have two. One is, um, what if we were we we brought our full honored self all the time? Right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of relationships, you know, they we bring our we bring our greatest self and then we start to slack, right? Mm-hmm. We don't like men don't open the door anymore. Or they don't do the thing anymore. That like the wooing kind of sucks, and then, you know, then it's just like Monday every day, right? Instead of you know Friday night or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I have two thoughts. Like, wouldn't it be cool if we actually consistently brought our, our A game to our relationships, full yeah. of love, not from pretentious, not from fake, not from you know trying to impress, but actually from honor, like. So cool. Being mm-hmm. someone that serves your partner, you know, again, not from submission, but from honor. Like, I want to take care of the person I love, not because I have to, not because it will make me be more loved, but because I think it's extraordinary to be able to show somebody how much I love that person all the time, right? Yeah. So that's one of my school of thought. And the other one is bring your shit to the front. Bring it all up. And and if it's not, like if it's out of integrity with that person's authenticity, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if um, things are a quote-unquote problem, which I don't really love, then there's actual acceptance as well, which a lot, a lot of times when somebody's accepted as they are, those pieces, like whether they sit on social media 24 hours a day or they, you know, whatever it is, they start to fade away because love kind of does that allows for people to, you know, when you're accepted for who you are and what you bring to the table, there's a, there's a different game that's played. But when you keep hiding it and then six months in, you're, you know, you're, you're yelling at each other because who are you? I never even knew you when I met you kind mm-hmm. of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, I don't know. That's kind of what I've gotten to in my life is, is bring all of me to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, from honor. Yeah. I don't know if I went off in a tangent. Oh, Did you I get one? Well, I'm actually taking notes. I'm just, <laughs> just, just saying. But I, you had actually said something to me um, many months ago that has always stuck with me. And it just came up again, just kind of bubbled up when you were saying that was like, what if your only job was to just honor yourself? Yeah. And it's like, I think when... Recently in my relationship, um, little backstory, me and my boyfriend are both entrepreneurs, both very busy people. And um, we had to actually intentionally honor our relationship and honor what we both wanted and needed and create like literal space. Like we had to like schedule out a chunk of a day, almost a whole day once a week so that we can truly be together and practice like really honoring our relationship because it's challenging sometimes, right? If we're both on our phone or we're on our laptop or we're, you know, like doing our, our daily thing, it's, it can feel challenging and it's a practice obviously, but 
Um, even just giving our relationship that kind of respect and going, hey, yeah, mm-hmm. this this is something that we both need individually and also want to respect the relationship and give it that space and that time and that love and that, and that affection. And I love what you just said about showing up at your A game, like still, it's like, I feel like, like you're still dating your partner, you know, you're still, um, courting them. And, you know, I don't know. I think that's part of what we all want anyways. Like when we're in a new relationship, it's so exciting. And we're like, oh yeah, like you're planning things and you're buying lingerie and you're, you're like doing the things. And then as the relationship goes on, um, my experience is like, you kind of lose some of that and that excitement kind of goes yeah. away and, and he's already, he's already seen that outfit or he's already, you know, smelt that perfume or it's like you lose that, that buzz, you know? And I think if intentionally we can keep that buzz going and like keep dating your partner. And, um, I've just really noticed that that's shifted something for me. Exactly what you just said, even mm-hmm. just in my own head, like not, not him doing anything, just me thinking about it that way and me honoring what I want and need and what he wants and need and, and showing up in the relationship. It like, it's fun. Like it feels good, you know? So I don't know. That's well, my... Right. Like, why wouldn't you? Like you think about people that go to work every day, they don't show up in their A game. They do. When they first get the job, they're so right. fucking excited. They got the job they always wanted. Too much. Yeah. They're like, Oh my God, I fucking hate going to work every day. And it's not the job. It's the game, They're the standards of living, meaning mm. the standard of self-love. How are you nurturing yourself? What are the thoughts going through your head? How much, you know, doubt and shame and guilt and frustration are you focusing on rather than this is the most beautiful day ever. I've never experienced this Monday in my entire life, which right? is the truth, yeah. right? Like, there's so much to this, you know, there's, there's, this is a big conversation and it's the same, like how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so, you know, my favorite thing is like, look at every other area of your life. Where, where, like that woman who asked about, you know, every three months she's out of a relationship, you know, how does that go in her business? How does it go with her money? How does that go with, you know, her relationship with family, with travel? Like, I don't know, like just look, look in everywhere, everywhere in your life and take a look where you stop. Mm-hmm. You know, you stop with your A game and it's not for others. It's actually for you. And when it's for you, others get to revel in it mm-hmm. because it just is. Yeah, I'm not saying that I don't have shitty days. Absolutely. And I still show up with my A game when it comes to my relationship. Yeah. I still make sure that that man knows that, you know, I love him and, uh, you know, whatever, however I show my affection. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Totally. I actually wanted to um, ask you that too. Like, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I'm genuinely oh, curious about something. Okay. <laughs> I'm like thinking, because you shared a little bit about this too. And I, and I just wanted to go back to this because I think it's really, really powerful is, um, like for you, like you said, like in your relationship, um, what do you personally find to be the most powerful, like when there is a bump in the road and, you know, you want to, you know, really just love yourself up, what do you find to be kind of your go-to ways to do that? Um, well, outside of him, like I always have a conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not always awesome with, you know, this is what's going on for me because I still have, I'm still working through those areas in my life. So for me, it, um, you know, getting getting into nature, meditation, mm-hmm. writing. I I'm, I'm, I write and get myself centered because I really know, especially if I'm, you know, frustrated within a relationship or I'm having an experience. It's usually my doubt and my survival mechanism that's making some bullshit story up. Um, so I really take on: Is this true? Like, what what are the facts? Like, yeah. what do I need to know? What's the, what's the thing I need to love more? And then that's when I kind of, I get back into like, oh, you're just scared. You've not been here before. You know, you haven't been one with this person before and you haven't been here in this relationship before. Just like I've never been on, you know, tomorrow's Thursday. I've never been to, tomorrow, January 19th, 2017. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I really do take a, take a look at, the big old story that I created and recognize that it's actually out of alignment 
with my soul. And I also look at, well, how can I love myself a little bit more? And what do I need? So I have different lifelines, right? Like I have different things that I do once I get back. It doesn't take me very long anymore to get back into, okay, you're just scared. And then, like, call a girlfriend. Um, you know, like I said, meditation, write, uh, go for a walk, you know, go hug him, go, go snuggle, go do something that is absolutely the opposite of what I used to do, which was start a big shit show and, you know, some kind of uncomfortable drama. And not to say I don't do a little bit of that, but it's not like it used to be. You know what I mean? Does mm-hmm. that help? Yeah, so good. Um, and get back to the commitment. Like, my commitment is, you know, is always love. Yeah. And when it feels funky, there's nothing wrong with it, but there's an actual invitation to love more. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was some gold in that whole thing there. I think that re- what really stuck out for me, too, was, like, giving yourself the space to clarify the 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 funkiness from the facts and then loving yourself up, you know, like really getting through that, the funky, the facts, the fear, <laughs> and then love layer it on. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Cause... And it, sometimes it takes a lot. Sometimes it takes me a little bit longer. Sometimes like I'm getting, you know, more and more practice in, Oh, well that's stupid. How about you just, you know, what's that fear? And it's usually a wound that I, you know, like, Every relationship, every person that you're in a relationship will always pay the bill for the person before you or the person <laughs> that broke your heart the first time. Right. Right. And that's what I'm not committed to. Like, he has no reason to be, like, you know, paying the bill for any man I've been with before or my father. Right. Mm. So that's what I'm responsible for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I do my best to do my work because that is not my commitment. Mm-hmm in my relationship because relationships but yes they're all about reflection projection self-love and oh my god they're fun if you want them to be just like life just like tomorrow i've had a lot of thursdays in my life but i've never had tomorrow (laughs) you've never had tomorrow i love it oh i love it i and i always i don't know i might have even said this on one of the previous podcasts but i always think whenever i hear somebody talking about like you know this is amazing like the gratitude for the moment and totally being in that space of like wow this is all new i always think of what gary vaynerchuk always says when he's like you won the fucking lotto you're a human you could have been a tree (laughs) like like you won the fucking lottery (laughs) you know what i mean you already won like you're here right Mm -hmm. i always think about that i'm like yeah and you've never been this age in this moment with these people with what you know today like you didn't you've never been here before that is a fucking miracle (laughs) yeah yeah so cool okay before we finish up I want to do one more question because I think this one is really important and I and I've been getting this one a lot recently and and as someone who I want kids one day it's like I think about this you know how to uh, well, I'll, I'll just read what she said. New, uh, thank you, Aaron, for your for your input here and your question. Uh, new mom, I'm still adjusting. I'm exhausted, and I feel like there's no time for our relationship. Everyone thinks I should be super happy with our new baby, but it's really hard. And me and my friends are all kind of struggling in secrecy. Where should I start? There is a huge disconnect in my relationship, and my body, sex drive, everything is kind of changed. Um, yeah. I think about this a lot. Like when you have a baby, all this change and then it's like, so I guess too, what I'm really hearing Aaron is like, um, cause this could be for anybody, whether you're a new mom or not, like when that relationship, I don't know when there's, there's a disconnect there. There's that space in between when you're going through something as an individual coming back to the relationship and maybe, I don't know, sparking up again or communication or yeah. What do you think, Ken? Well, the thing that screams to me is that self-love piece. And this is not by any way, shape, or form intended to diss anybody. But when we, when we surround ourselves, like she said, her and her friends are struggling in secrecy. Um, when we talk about all of our struggles over and over and over, we kind of create more of it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let me take kind out of it. Let me take kind out of it. Right. We, we do. more of it. Yeah. Right. So when we're, when we're constantly focusing on a problem, and I'm not a big fan of problems or the term, you know, and when we're looking at the, the thing that shouldn't be and we're constantly looking there, 
And then we have a bunch of people in our lives that are like, wow, me too. And it just seems to extort, like it, it, it gets bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to say that that's what they're doing, I'm just assuming, and, and mm-hmm. please forgive me if I'm completely off, off the, my rocker for saying that. Um, but the place that I would go, especially because you do have these women that are all having the same experience, is maybe, maybe shift it from struggle to thrive and see how you can each start practicing falling, falling back in love with yourselves, giving yourselves the acknowledgement for, one, what you've just created, like, holy shit, and two, oh, yeah. for being who you are. Right, like, and also letting go of how it went. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it was in the past, prior to babies, is you know the opportunity now is how do you want it to go? Mm-hmm. Do, like, I totally share the disconnect of body and sex, and you know now you've got a, a whole new human being in your life. It's not just you and that person; mm-hmm. it's another human being with a huge responsibility. So there's a ton of acknowledgement there to be had too. So. I guess if I could short up really quickly, it's like practice the, the love, practice the acknowledgement of who you be and what you're creating, and also create a new story. Like create a new, a new sex life, a new relationship to your body, a new um, happy ending, if that's what you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, but really shift the conversation from however, like whatever the, I heard the word struggle, like shift it from struggle to opportunity mm-hmm. if at all possible and and please get support because the story as we all know and you know Stacey Ray you know and I know that we can hang out and doubt and shame and blame and yeah. yuck forever yep. and all it does is perpetuate itself and I can say it goes away because we both know it shows up you know yep. every day at certain <laughs> times you know in certain situations but like my, what I hear too is fear, you know, mm-hmm. like I can't imagine that it's pretty scary to bring a whole human being into the world and mm-hmm. there's probably a lot of that going on too and, you know, there's probably a lot of stories about people that, about what happens in relationships after babies are born and you don't have to have it go that way. Right, yeah. You know, but there's a lot of bullshit that people talk about that people buy. Yeah. You know, maybe some people do have shitty relationships after they've had their babies, but that's their choice and that's their experience and it doesn't have to be yours. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was really, and that, was just that, a, mo- that moved me too, Erin. <laughs> Thanks so yeah. much, Cami. That was amazing. I'm, yeah. And really congratulations. And, it, and I know it's, easy to say, but mm-hmm. it sounds like you're on a, an even more authentic journey. Yeah. The possibility of your relationship can be the best you've ever had. Mm. Plus another little human. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank yeah. you so much for your, your question, Erin, and uh, yeah, sending so much love and support your way. Cami. I would love to hear how our listeners can connect with you more because I'm, I'm knowing, I already know what an impact you've made on anyone who's, who has listened to the podcast so far and that will. So how can, how can people connect with you? How can they get synced in with what you do and uh, yeah, get in on your loveliness? Well, uh, I don't have a, well, I have my website, which is coaching. Me. I'm sorry, it's not. It's Peterman.com. Um, uh, which is linked to a new project that I'm creating, which is Treasure U University, which is a online university that I'm in the process of creating, which has a ton of, or will have a ton of programs, including, you know, Love on Purpose, which is a relationship program, um, Beloved, which is a 12 month, um, you know, Fall in Love with Yourself program. Um, mm-hmm. I coach one on one, I do groups. Um, I love busting up money bullshit and really having people step into their authentic soul version and relate to money and partner with money in a different way than they've ever had. 
um, so they can reach me through my website, or you can call me at 250-217-1946, or you can email me at coachingwithcami at gmail.com. Cool. Um, or you can call Stacy. She knows my number. I do. And Cami, I can speak to your, just, yeah, I can speak to it all. I mean, you have supported me in more ways than I can count. And I just love you. I think you are seriously, seriously brilliant. And this has been so phenomenal. I like want to re-listen to the episode, <laughs> uh, which I which I rarely do, just to be completely transparent. I listen to like tidbits of it sometimes just because I, I like to like get back the feel of the stuff. But um, I just feel like you gave so much to us tonight. And I just want to thank you so much for your your commitment to just showing up for people and also in relationship in your relationship and in your relationship with yourself and really getting to share some of that with us tonight so so amazing so yes lots of absolute pleasure yeah and there's just so much more like my god i think we could talk for 17 hours and still (laughs) hit the tip of the iceberg you know right but i'm really honored thank you all and thanks to everyone that's listening um thanks for being with you know things that you might not have understood or things that your soul actually really knows. Um, it's my absolute pleasure to serve whoever is willing. Mm, thanks, Cammy. Before we end, is there anything else that you want to leave us with or share with us tonight? Yeah. Stacey, I would love to acknowledge you for your absolute beauty. From inside of your gigantic heart and your deep incredible soul thank you for being willing to get out there to step out and be seen and be heard and a create community and allow like creating this for other people like you're actually a world changer so thanks for that you are inspiring you are love you are courage and your generosity and i love and adore you so thank you for that <laughs> okay, I'm crying. It's the first Lady Talk episode that I'm actually crying a little bit. Oh, Cammy, thank you so much for that. That was so moving. Okay. <sighs> okay. So, listeners, right. lovelies, everyone, uh, again, make sure you are subscribed at weareladyalpha.com and you'll get all the updates and all the jazziness and just topic outlines as well, like what I'm going to be talking about next week. I believe actually next week is about um, motherhood and entrepreneurship, if I remember correctly. I'll have to double check, but I believe that that's what it is, which is also a very exciting topic. Yeah. So um, again, Cammy, thank you again so much. And I will actually put Cammy's info in the post so you guys will see it. You can get all hooked up with her. And she posts a lot of really amazing stuff. So I will actually... Um, if, if you want Cammy, I will actually put, uh, her social media on there cause she shares a lot of really thought provoking and heart expanding and all of that good loveliness on her, um, on her Instagram and all that stuff. I think I'm one of your biggest fans. So, Thank yes. you. so I hope you all, all right. have a wonderful day, evening, whenever you're listening to this and until next week. Okay. Bye.